Pickaxe. Extended Rest for the month of July is brought to you this month by the lovely folks over at patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. Those are the wonderful people who allow us to do this. We've talked about it before. You guys know about Patreon. Every month we put a slew of new content there and you can check it out for just a couple of bucks and you can help us support the show while getting a bunch of new content. A special thanks to Jane Dell, Ryan Garner, Travis Bailey, Brian Smith, David Sheeks. These guys are in a special game that we're doing right now, and they're donating a bunch of money each month to help us do what we do, and uh, we get to play a game together. So thank you guys so much for your extra help. Without further ado, please enjoy the show. Guys, out there in the chat! Howdy, everybody. This is Extended Rest. We're going to go around the table really quick and introduce everybody. Uh, let's start uh, with the lovely person who plays Amvin, Michael. Hey, everybody. I'm Michael. I play Amvin Yamil, the store mage or magician or initially wizard. Or no, maybe we have it the other way around. Anyway, hello, everybody. <laughs> uh, and uh, d- d- Michael's on Group A. From Group C, we have Lisa. Hey, I'm Lisa, playing Elrath, the diseased barbarian. Uh, from Group B, we got Jamie. Hi, I'm Jamie. I play Tatiana, the human rogue. Uh, from Group C, we got Jasper. Hey, this is Jasper. I play Merrick on Group C. Um, Alex uh, from Group B is going to be joining us just a little bit later. So if this is your if this is your absolute first time uh, hanging out with us in the chat and doing one of these, firstly, thank you so much for for hanging out. Really appreciate it. What we do is we do a uh, a big live play D and D game uh, every single week. We we put it out there, and at the end of the month, what we do is recap everything for you guys and kind of go over some bullet points. And this is kind of a chance for us to sit and talk to you live and get some impressions and talk about. Uh, what could have been, what might be, and and all that. So first, we're going to get started with Arc 2, Episode 4, which was a Group A episode. <laughs> wow. I- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, just read the chat already. This is... Whoa! <laughs> well, I mean, Moobot is, keeps telling me to give it money, so I'm like, well, give me some money. <laughs> Moobot is begging on, on our behalf. Just... <laughs> <laughs> oh my god so uh arc two episode four we had the big battle with the orcs uh so that was group a uh freeing the orcs and 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 helping the orcs battle the slavers uh we got maddie healing basoka uh group a eventually ends up taking a hostage and uh they they end up setting a bunch of those moles free so first and foremost the um uh the the orcs and slavers here I wanted to get your guys' general general impressions. What, what's your what's your thoughts on the orcs? Like, what what's your takeaway from that? Should they go free? Should it should it been a thing where someone got involved at all? Do you think uh, Do you think in the long run this is going to be better for Theria as a whole can, or worse? Can I just really quickly? I I know that like we have a schedule and stuff. Sure. This is so cool. All these little graphics and things that you made, and I just wanted to point it out before we delved into it, and then it was weird for me to say later. No, no. <laughs> 
continue. <laughs> I honestly, I just wanted to, because last time it felt scatterbrained, and I, I was telling Bree, because Bree showed me Prezi a long time ago, because we used to do uh, uh, I showed her Prezi. Oh! So, I, I get, to, I need to be in control of all things all the time, so mm-hmm. I, <laughs> I needed a, a way to tell the chat what we're talking about at any given time if they jump in, and, um, uh, you know, kind of keep us on topic here, so... Um, but thank you for showing Brie Prezi because <laughs> now I get to use it. Uh, so what do you guys think? Slavers, orcs, um, do you, do you feel like, do you feel like this is going to push things forward in a good way? Those, those orcs going free. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, a lot's going to come up in the next episode. Or, uh... It is. Um, we may really like them, or we may really, really hate having to save them. Do you feel like, like it's a... Uh, go ahead, sorry. No, I was going to say, which one? The orcs or the slavers? Oh, I was thinking the orcs, but... It's good that they're... It's that my impression. The slavers, meh. <laughs> <laughs> they're <good> gone. <laughs> no one seemed to really care for the slavers all that much. Hi, Alex! Hey, guys! Welcome. Hi, hey. Uh, okay. Everybody out there, uh, this is Alex. He, pre- he plays uh, Braylon on Group B. Yo-ho, Group B. <laughs> <laughs> That's Group B for Braylon. Oh, well, I didn't say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I missed some good questions, I take it. Oh no! Uh, first we, one. Uh, we just actually you just you just joined us. Um, I was just talking about the uh, the orcs. If if essentially kind of getting you guys uh, getting your opinion, do you think do you think things are going to be better off or worse off now that those those orcs went free? Do you think? Okay, let me let me ask a more uh, a more pointed question. Do you think that the Mozog orcs them lashing out because their hunting party didn't come back? Do you feel like? Them not knowing who took them, do you feel like that would have been better or worse? If if Group A comes back and says, okay, here's most of the orcs that you lost. By the way, these people took them and we're on the hunt for them right now. Do you think do you think that's a good or bad thing? <laughs> that's a bad thing, I guess. I mean you know <laughs> you don't want to like unhinge a wild animal, right? And I'm I mean like not trying to be, you know, theria racist or anything, but uh, orcs are pretty dangerous in any fantasy setting. And if you give them the direction and you point them in that direction, they're going to slaughter everything that's in the way to get there. And, uh, you know what? That could be said about any group, really, right? Like, reven- any group that's off for revenge, you, like, set them forth. It's like it's like un- unle- unleashing a very powerful weapon, I guess. Hmm. But at the same time, Bree makes a good point that it's like, Orcs or slavers? Who? Which side are you going to pick? Like both are really bad. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. <clears throat> well, okay. Let's let's put it this way. Let's say <clears throat> you got you got orcs on one side of the continent, which you do. You got you got them on the on the western side of the continent. They're right next to the evergreen. And uh, let's say Group A comes back and says, "Yeah, they're probably somewhere in Bandit's Rest because that's the evidence that they've gotten so far." So they go, "Okay, that's on Bandit's Rest. That's on the eastern side of the continent, which means you're either going to have a shitload of orcs march from west to east looking for them, kind of, you know, turning over uh, turning over every rock and 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 just being, you know, 
pretty generally aggressive about it, or um, they might want to enlist other people to help them go. I'm, essentially, they're going to be on the warpath, most likely. Uh, they, they're not really the type to forgive and forget. Well, like, what was the temperature of the, like, this is a weird way to ask this question, mm-hmm. but what was the temperature of the orcs in Theria pre this happening? Was it, I mean, I know that there was conflict, but I didn't think that it was to a, uh, I, don't, I don't know how I want to ask this. Do you know what I'm trying to say, though? Like, was it? Was were the orcs really that big of an issue in Theria in comparison to some of the other issues in Theria pre slavers thing? Uh, okay, are we talking pre uh like pre arc two, like them just kind of splitting off doing their own thing, or are you talking as we kind of pick things up? As we kind of pick things up. Okay. I I'd say it's it's more um their problem would be that they're not a large enough clan that they could just move in and take what they want, right? So they're in this new area. They're already they're already fighting with the elves uh, for that tree line. Basically, uh, mm-hmm. they want to take they want to take as much lumber as possible. The elves are pretty much against them hacking and burning down the forest. Um, they're already they're already at odds with both Winterhaven and Overdale because. They're two civilized places, whereas the orcs have a way of dealing with stuff. So they have to not only barter, but they have to, they have to negotiate. They, they find themselves in a position that they aren't normally in. So it's, they feel like they're doing a lot of changing and the world isn't making way for them. So it's, it's, it's getting to be a heated situation. So when they lost a party of, of people and they still have people from, um, they still have people from Winterhaven going, uh, yeah, but let's not fight the elves and everything. They, they just kind of lost it and said, no, right. fuck it. We're done. We're done with this. Right. Uh, I don't know. I mean, also at the same time, like it, it, when the orcs, I'm going to say when decide to retaliate, who's going to say that they're going to be like, how are they going to different differentiate slavers from say a trader on the road? You know, no, like, they may just be of the mindset of, like, fuck humans, they took us, you know, let's go after all humans. <laughs> I don't know. Hey, baby, want to kill all humans? <laughs> I don't know. That's the thing. It's not like the slavers are wearing patches or, like, they have a special uniform or something like that. You you basically know a slaver by them taking slaves. <laughs> That's right. them capturing people. They're all wearing their little slavers badges from that they got in their Cub Scouts. Oh my god, I was going to say the same thing. Like, what if you could convince what if you could convince slavers to be so proud of being slavers that they wear a particular uniform or badge? And the orcs are like, pick them off. Like, done. I got my orc badge last week. <laughs> oh my uh, some of those skills would transfer over not tying um we, like some of those skills building a fire sure. <laughs> setting up camp yeah some of those Hunting. I, it's something I, and again uh when we when we get to episode six we're going to be talking about that but it is something that i'm I, i'm intrigued with um with what's going to happen after they get to the camp what's what's going to happen after group a gets there and I guess some of it is how they handle the situation because um, they did take a hostage and we're, we're going to get to that in just a moment. 
but first, let's move on. Boop. Let's move on to Maddie and Basoka. Because that is one of my favorite parts <laughs> of episode four. Uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, they're in the middle of combat. They're fighting slavers. And Susan, as as Maddie says, that she wants to reach back and heal Masoka, who <laughs> is uh, he's been taking a lot of damage. And Masoka doesn't have a ton of hit points. No one does, but as the rogue, Masoka doesn't have a ton of hit points. So the way Susan words it, I I I wanted to ask her. It's like, okay, you know what? You know, roll the die for me, and the lower the die roll, the more awkward this this kind of reach behind. I said reach around this reach behind grab. Wow! <laughs> wow! Wow! <laughs> <laughs> kind of like Good a night, reverse everybody. reach around. Good night. It's like a reverse reach. Yeah. <laughs> so she rolls a one, um, <laughs> which may be the best, the best, the best crit miss ever rolled. And she reaches back and just grabs a handful of Masoka's crotch <laughs> and heals him. Uh, instantly, Masoka is enamored, <laughs> falls in love instantly. It's oh. it's it's love at first grope. And I, I I wanted to get you guys' opinions and feelings. Do you think that's heading somewhere? What What do you think? Stop. I. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I do want that on a t-shirt now, actually. Love at first grope. Oh, oh my god. Do you think that something... Do you think that there will be some sort of romantic entanglement with these two at, at any point? Do you think that this will... this Something will evolve from this? I hope not, because I love the awkwardness of the... I attack. do, too! <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's good. I hope he just follows her around awkwardly, like with his pelvis out, trying to get her to accidentally <laughs> touch his dick again. Ow! Ow! I've stop. lost hit points. Oh, I need healing. It just like pelvic thrust. Like, hey. And then she's just like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Oh, near <laughs> death. Near death. Susan and James did it. Like handled it so perfectly. They're two of my. <laughs> favorite people and i could not be prouder of both of them <laughs> it's great how there's like it's just a choice of saying like how she's just ignoring it like not even aware of it like that's the playing of the character that it's there's no like she knows secretly it's just like over her head too busy not even like oh why would that even come to her mind like that is one of the best parts of it they both, that's one of those, uh, that's one of those things are, you know, they're, they're in a session and instantly they both knew where they wanted to head with it. And I swear it feels like they, they like it fits so well, they couldn't have planned that better. <laughs> can I, can I just mention that this is a complete turnaround from what's been happening to genitalia early on? <laughs> right? Like, it's like we, we've come not just full circle, but completely completely transcended any sort of dick mutilation that's happened in the past. <laughs> yeah. Now we've healed directly. It's, I think that's a really nice moment. Where's our parade? We're past that. Yeah, we, we got, okay, we got a lot of negative tweets and emails. I, I think we deserve some sort of merit badge or something yeah. while we're talking about yeah. badges. Yeah. Like, let's... <laughs> we stopped the next badge you're going for? Genitalia. 
Coddling the dick. I dick really want that to be the coddling. tagline for Arc Two. Coddling the dick. dick. Yes. Coddling the dick. Coddling the dick. <laughs> there was a hand gesture that went with it. You guys can't see it, but that's what the badge looks like. <laughs> oh God. Um. Let's move on to uh, Group A taking some hostage. Well, hostage. Uh, they ended up bartering with the moles. Uh, and they stopped fighting uh, about partway through with the, with the leader dead and none of the other slavers alive except for one who was knocked out. They ended up taking uh, taking this person hostage, whose name would later be revealed as Bran. Um, what was there something you guys were hoping for uh, with them taking a hostage? Did you did you did, were you hoping they'd get information? What did you think they were going to do uh, with Bran once they once they had him? Kind of hoping to see like someone become an interrogator, you know, someone be like the uh, a real. I guess we've never really had like a an evil character that's been successful. I want to say mm. on the show, right? Like, kind of see maybe someone try anyone on that group, someone try and take that mantle. I guess I don't know, but not not too seriously, not like you know try and plot against their own, their own group, but like just kind of show a little bit of a darker side. Maybe one of the new characters that we didn't we don't quite know. Sort of like a twenty-four thing, just yeah, yeah. Like, oh, I have to do this because, like, we got to figure out the information. I'm gonna have to pull your teeth out. I'm sorry. This hurts you way more than it hurts me, but I don't care. <laughs> uh, kind of deal. Okay. If you hard. Ha- oh, go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. Michael. I was gonna say it's also hard to interrogate someone who does not have a tongue. Well, not the moles. This was. Oh, this was. Um, this oh, was, that hostage. Yeah, that hostage. The guy you ended up uh, <laughs> tying up and then um, kind of promptly forgetting about for a while. <laughs> Yeah, surprised he didn't run off. <laughs> no, I he tried. Trust me. Well, okay, who do you think in Group A? Who do you think would be the most likely to be that person, the interrogator, the person who would um, who would probably apply the most pressure, who wouldn't flinch? Xavier. You think so? I, I don't. Rem- I'm. I don't remember his character Rob. name though. Yeah, I was thinking Ubo. <laughs> No, that's. Uh, I feel like he would just go straight to violence and not right. care right. about the question. Yeah. No, but he definitely wouldn't flinch. He definitely wouldn't. That flinch. is true. Yeah, I don't know how much information he'd get, but he definitely wouldn't mm. flinch. Excellent point. Yeah, Xavier might be the next one. It might be Donovan. I don't. I don't know. I don't know if we know enough about Donovan yet because he seems so neutral. That he's a very he seems like a very go with the flow type of type of guy. So he's the good cop, and Ubo's bad. <laughs> that actually strikes me as yes. That actually it's like oh, you better do what he says, man. I don't I don't or else know. He's gonna make out with you. <laughs> <laughs> isn't uh, isn't James' character was like a rogue too, right? Yeah, um, uh, uh, Enzo. Yeah, Masoko is definitely he definitely comes from that background. At this point, yeah. I don't know if he's smart enough to get the information out though. Mm. That's true. I forgot. I don't know. Oh, I, I just have to say. I just always go to Rogue's default as like the interrogators. Right. I bet he'd definitely try to impress Maddie though. <laughs> I oh my gosh, that's that. gonna be so fun. <laughs> oh my god. Moving right along. Uh finally for episode uh episode four, arc two. Um, we, we got group A kind of setting those moles free, just telling them, uh, Hey, we don't have to fight. And 
uh, to kind of skip ahead, it, it kind of happens in the, the next episode for them, but, uh, Donovan gives them a little bit of cash and they end up striking out on their own. Uh, I kind of wanted to get you guys opinions and do you think they're going to crop up again? Where do you, where do you think they'll end up? Do you think that they'll, they'll be prosperous wherever they go? And obviously we want to, we want to get the, uh, we want <laughs> Karen in the chat, free the mole. <laughs> uh, I want to get you guys to, to chime in too. We'll, we'll read some of these out on the show. Uh, do you want the like, it'd be great if they were, you know, they started working on a farm. Their life is great. I want your honest the fairy reality. I, I think they're all going to they die. Wow. I think they're just going to get picked up by I another really new all slaver group. <laughs> wow. I, I really do. Because think about it. They've been like, They've been slaves all of their life. They have no idea how to be independent. Mm -hmm. And they were just thrown into the world with, I mean, little instruction. I think it was probably the right thing to do, but. Yeah, I can almost see them ending up as like somebody's henchmen. Like they're getting paid to do it now, but they're, they just get hired on as like muscles. Wouldn't it be great if they became like, do you guys remember Jeremy? Oh, be his, his do his I henchmen. remember Jeremy? <laughs> <laughs> you employed Jeremy. Good buddy. Uh, <laughs> that's uh, I, wow. I, I see a lot of the chat agreeing too that it's it, it doesn't uh, it doesn't look good for them. I okay. I'll give you another. I'll give you another slant on it. And I can't tell you uh, for certain, obviously, because that would be a spoiler and that'd be that'd be rude. But think of it this way: they're 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 large enough to take care of themselves they're hardy they 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 have been around the block they've been around the block in service to someone else but they they weren't shackled when when uh, group a met them they were out and about they have a little bit of coin in their pocket so they're not off to a bad start um i guess it all depends on how well they can try and communicate with the outside world um and i, I guess right. some of it is luck I don't know, man. I still like they don't have any idea like how, not how to communicate, but like how to, well, yeah, how to communicate because I can't speak. I guess it's just a lot of like me thinking, you know, that they've been living one way for so long. Totally. Having to adjust to Theria without any sort of guidance or leader. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it will work out well. I hope yeah. that it does, but... I feel like it'll be like that episode of Futurama where Bender gets to become God. And those little <laughs> creatures, I think the mole are the little beings that live on Bender. <laughs> and they will, they're they going to be their own undoing, probably. I think everyone is pretty much hitting the nail on the head. Hmm. You know, they have, they have, they're used to one way of life. And I was like, okay, try a new way of life. And it's like, the fuck? Like, what is life? We don't know life. <laughs> <laughs> it would be kind of cool, like, if they kind of did something in the background, you know, like, they're doing their own thing, but then at a later date, they, like, come in at, like, the 11th hour to swoop in and save them, and they're like, hey, you freed us, now we're even, pew pew, finger guns, and they go away. <laughs> <laughs> like, I think that would be kind of neat, but... Uh, not everyone knows how to do finger guns, Lisa. That's true. So, uh, it might mean something offensive copy, to them in their copy, language. Copywritten, that's copywritten. <laughs> written consent. Oh, I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> That's not uh You also need a certain skill level to be able to Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> Best. 
Um, but that's pretty much that's that's pretty much the bulk of of episode four. Was there was there anything in that episode you guys took away that you wanted to talk about? I didn't I didn't highlight here. Also, anybody in the chat? <laughs> Sorex says they'll be the greatest mime troop in theory. <laughs> <laughs> well, if not, uh, we'll move on to episode five. Uh, so episode five is a group C episode. First of all, you guys pretty much kick it off by uh, trying to figure out what the hell it is that you actually want to go do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> the group finds a body. Elorath, uh, Elorath yes. gets a little under the weather. Um, a bit. And then the group travels on to Lockford. So let's start with Group C making a plan here. Uh, this is something we talked about a lot off the air. You're... Your first episode back uh, after the after the time jump in arc two, uh, it was pretty much all about the group traveling south from Logfort to get to Fairbay in order to get Merrick. That was the entire yes. episode. Now I, I think it was I think it was great. We got a lot of great role play done, and we got to see what the pouncing claw is like and and all that. Um, I even had some fun with that in, in the Patreon game that we play each month. Uh, I, I got the those guys got to see that. Uh, before I think, uh, listeners did. Like, they, they got a chance to kind of explore the Pounce and Claw and, and get, and they, they didn't know at the time that, uh, that, that Merrick ran it. Do you, did you guys have any idea what you, what you thought the group might be doing before, uh, before going to, to, to get Merrick? Or did you, did you give it a bunch of thought afterward? Um, I know our plan was to like eventually meet up with Merrick, but as to like what was going to happen before then, no. But then I thought it was really funny because it kind of came out in the role play that it was basically just Elrath and Kaluna were like, "Yep, we're going to go get Merrick," and then that was it. There was no other plan after that. We were <laughs> like, "Yeah, going to go get our friend." What? Now we have to do something. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> it was like Kaluna just said, "Hey, come this way," and everybody just kind of did. Yeah, <laughs> kind of followed along, and it kind of happened. Um, I mean, I didn't know all. I, all I knew is that I needed to sit there until anybody got to that point. So um, mm-hmm. that was easy. Ultimately, right? that was easy, super easy for me. Uh, super easy <laughs> role play. Um, yeah, I was just sort of waiting in the background, watching, listening to everything happening, and and you know. Uh, and we we kind of talked about it, like you know, of course, setting up arc two, like what's everybody doing, and why would you be doing what you're doing? And you know, I, I kind of had this idea. I had a couple of different ideas about Merrick, but you know, having him be there in Fairbay kind of meant that people needed to come get him, right? He wasn't going right. to just leave and go find mm-hmm. another group. So it was kind of a weird trek for everybody to have to do. But I, it was, I, I thought it was fun mm, to at least I start just, off that way. I just realized <laughs> the Pouncing Claw was a restaurant we went to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so whoops. Yeah. No. So that you heard like yelling downstairs and. Uh huh. Yeah. That was. That was you. Well, I mean, it was me, but not really me. Yeah, it was fake you. By the way, thanks for the free meal. I really appreciate it. Oh, you're welcome. Yep. <laughs> I wish I would have known that that meal would be free, but I feel like that was totally in her character of being <laughs> the water. <laughs> shit <laughs> the fuck yo know, i ended up you know i i made a like a fake 
menu that got posted somewhere uh, for the Pounce and Claw. And I added the seafood tower because it was such a, <laughs> an amazing moment. That's awesome. <laughs> Uh, was there something uh, you guys wish that uh, – okay. Was there something that you wanted your character to say, oh, I want to go do this, but it would be out of character for you or be something you wouldn't know about or um, it just didn't kind of fit in with the general plan the group was coming up with? Um, yeah. <clears throat> Sorry. No. I, was gonna say, I think no. I think Elareth did actually end up saying it because I was like – she probably wants to go check in with Liara and see all that stuff. And then it was just kind of like, or we could deliver these goods, these <laughs> good goods. <laughs> and you did. Well, yeah, yeah, we, true, we did. True. Can't take that away from you. We, we promised we did it. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I, at least for Merrick, I mean, the the thing, it went very quickly, but his mm-hmm. whole point is, oh, my God, there's actually something else to do. I, I think, I've, you know, he's been itching to get out of there. Mm-hmm. And so it didn't matter. If somebody said, like, let's go in the woods and go camping, he would have been like, yeah, 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 awesome. Let's go. I got my armor. Uh, so it really wouldn't have mattered. Anything would have, I mean, there's a couple of places he probably doesn't want to go. Right. Or places he wants to go but is kind of avoiding or something like that. But he doesn't. He's not like, I need to get to X. Otherwise, he would have just gone, I think. Hmm. Mm. Uh, so, speaking of you guys hitting the road, let's let's talk about the tiefling gentleman that you guys came across oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, in your travels. So, good looking guy. Good looking guy, uh, strapping gents, well to do. So, uh, again, for those of you who may not have heard this episode, Arc 2, Episode 5. <laughs> no sooner. Uh, does group C decide, Hey, let's, let's, let's deliver these goods. Let's head north. The, the second you guys leave town, uh, you encounter a body on the side of the road, uh, <laughs> sort of laying in this, uh, this muddy ditch. And, uh, Merrick and Elrath start kind of fiddling with it, prodding at it, poking at it. Um, this, 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 this tiefling covered head to toe is kind of, Kind of got a death grip, uh, like clutching this, this tiny chest, this tiny metallic chest. Um, what did, uh, what'd you guys find? <laughs> Nothing good. Yeah, I think it was, yeah, pretty much the end of Theria. Um, <laughs> maybe the beginning of a horrible plague. Sloth fever was basically everywhere. I, it wasn't good, and I, I you, Merrick hasn't gotten to the point now where he's actually gotten the guilt to wash over him for the fact that he just kind of like, here, take this disease, and like push it over now. <laughs> there is literally, I was listening earlier, there is literally a line, and this, you you couldn't have known, but there is, the the, <laughs> the way it goes down is, uh, Merrick kind of lifts at it and prods at it with his with his mace, yeah, and then just kind of motions to Elrath, he's like, go ahead and grab it. Like just <laughs> yeah. grab it. Here, and then I easy. immediately ask Elrath. It's like Lisa, does Elrath wear gloves? <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That was what I was like. You gave her every opportunity, and this dumb bitch <laughs> just like grabs the box with no gloves. And I was like, I. That's why I wasn't mad at the end. You were like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, Don't be. She's stupid. <laughs> well, you, you know. know. 
you know, hats off though for being like, yeah, no, she would have been wearing gloves. You know, you could say yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. Uh, in the back of my mind, I was like, mm, warning, nope, she would not be wearing gloves. Yep. Yep. And yep. you've something you've, bad don't happen on her. I feel bad. Like, okay, first of all, you've played with me for years now. You, you, I think by now you can either hear it in my voice because I don't want to do bad things to parties. Right. I don't. You could probably hear it in my voice that it was a little leading. Uh-huh. Um, it, it, but hats off to you for not lying and just go, yup, gloves. In fact, uh, full body gloves. Just mm-hmm. yeah. beekeeper <laughs> suit. body condom, just. Right. <laughs> She's a germaphobe. I didn't know exactly. that. Yeah. Have I noticed that? She's like, like, <laughs> Mandel. She just doesn't touch. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> so one of the things that, that I thought about as art two started up is, just this is mechanics thing. Like as a player, um, I, there have been lots of times when I think all of the groups will sit there and think, you know, like they're presented with something. Like, Here's a there's a stone that looks different than the other stones, mm-hmm. and people will sit around fifteen twenty minutes thinking like, well, I you know should we do it? Should we not do it? Whatever. I I think I'm going to start playing a little bit more like. No, just fuck it. Let's just go for it. I'm going to go do something. Right. And so that's why that's why Merrick is why I had Merrick jump down in the ditch and just like, let's just go for it. Like, right. push the guy over, you know, um, and, and, you know, and just deal with the consequences later. I didn't mean to get anybody else involved in a bad way with that. Oh. But, yeah, there's the consequence. So. Well, that's that's the other side of it, right? Cause, yeah, it is. It is. Because uh, back when Una was uh, was was on a group um, that. That happened a lot where I'm going to take the lead. I'm going to take the lead. I'm going to take the lead. And one of two things are going to happen. Either you're going to get killed or yeah. uh, you're going to live long enough that the rest of the group feels like they don't, they don't, it, they don't have a ton to do or they're going to get in your way. Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah. That's, I don't that's want that. Sh- yeah. I don't, it's more like, I don't want to, I don't want to jump in and do the thing. Right. What I right. want to do is that it doesn't matter. It's like, oh, there's a bottle of liquid there. Uh, fuck it, I drink it, you know, whatever. <laughs> I kind of want him to go a little bit, a little bit pray. The same kind it. of advice I, I gave myself at parties. Oh, yeah, it's, right. that's what I do. Yeah. That's just good yeah. life advice, generally. Um, I just rolled. That was urine. Uh, <laughs> Yum. Yeah. Very <laughs> sterile. Merrick adds it to the recipes, uh, uh, and then he goes, it puts on the menu. <laughs> frightened I, urine. I do, uh, again, <laughs> I'm frightened urine. <laughs> It's part of the new energy drink they're selling. It is, yeah. Oh god, I I'm actually I'm interested to see where this goes from now on. I'm I, like next time you guys encounter something like that, like how how gung ho are people going to be about? Uh, about and I, I guess I guess this is for all groups. Anybody listening, something like that. And I do feel like I feel like something's going to change. I'm not sure what though. And I'm glad that people, I'm, in art two, it's more about like just doing what your character would do. Like just let, let's, let's cut out the table talk and the, the yeah. 10, 15 minutes yeah. of like, well, is this, would it be prudent at this time to just, just if that's <laughs> something your character would do, go for it. Cause I, you know, I cast my mind back to the bucket in Darmok's yes. basement of, of piss and shit or whatever was in there. <sighs> I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was like it. That was like forty-five minutes. Yes, it was. It was. It was a bunch, and it's. I, I, we haven't encountered that so far in arc two, and I'm I'm glad. Like it, it just boom, it just moved on. But as a consequence, sadly, uh, <laughs> of of that happening, uh, we got Elrath getting sick. Um, yeah. 
So two things came out of this. One, you did get you did get that box open, right? You got you <laughs> you have a lot of heroin, essentially. Theria's version mm-hmm. of of heroin. Don't which, have it. Well, well, okay. You, you could have had it. Yes. Heroin. <laughs> oh my god. I'm surprised no one else got that. You said it hot, secretly. You're like, heroin. I did. <laughs> I truly <laughs> did too. <laughs> so oh, you get the box shame. open. Illarath? Shame on you. <laughs> I'm going to ask. I okay. Here's the thing. I want to ask. I want to ask the chat a question in just a second. What I would like to know. Uh, is how would you have handled the body if if that were if that if I were DMing for you and you were in a D and D game, you guys get all the benefit of hindsight. Um, this is this is your chance to say I would have done that. that go for it because I saw a lot of people earlier saying I was literally yelling at, at at the thing, burn the body, burn the body. Three point five is better. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, and again, a couple of people in the chat, like bad neighbor, we're in the, I, I, a, a similar situation, like very similar came up in the Patreon game and that, that was handled differently. <laughs> I don't know about better. Differently. Mayshan. Yeah. Mayshan would have been a good one. Yeah. That's oh. true. Mm. Yeah. Uh, mm. I had sex with a corpse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, pull his pants off. <laughs> I feel like that's a different level of sloth fever because then you get it. Oh my god! Oh, that's no. not sloth. Oh boy, that's not Uh-oh. sloth fever. That's sloth. Like slag fever. Ugh. That's gross. Just say what everyone's thinking. It's schlong fever. Oh my god! I wasn't thinking. I feel so bad. That's okay. That's on here. I'm picking up the stuff you're dropping down. Appreciate that. That's That's real good. I dig it. Oh god. So. Um, you, you found out what's in the box, which is, again, a really powerful narcotic. And it was decided that it should be left behind. Against Merrick's will. I, very much so. I could, I could tell because you, you did that thing. Merrick does it every once in a while. It's like, I'm going to try and steal it anyway. <laughs> like that. And it, has that ever worked out? <laughs> uh, it's only been a couple of times. And both times I've failed the rolls enough that Kaluna has been like, no, stop it. Yeah. And and I like I almost wanted to like slyly DM you and say like Merrick is going to do something to get back there <laughs> and probably fail again, but I, some, this is going to work someday. Someday. Let me ask you. Let me ask you a question. Let's say um, different outcome. Let's say you you manage to pocket uh, pocket a pack of this. Mm-hmm. Um, what would you have done with it? Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> I would have uh, gotten a Winnebago. Uh, I would have pulled it out in the desert, and I would have started uh, making my just own. Just walking around in your tidy whities Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, I, I Merrick would have kept it for literally for money, right? To, to be, because you never know if that's something that they could use as some sort of bargaining chip or something like that. So it right. wasn't necessarily like, I'm going to keep this and tell someone we found it immediately and tell the authorities. It's more like, Dude, this could really help us at some point. And if it's not the money, then it might be pain relief. Like you never know. I really don't know. And it just—it's just sort of the MacGyver in him of, you know, he he carries a sack of um, of junk, you know, like his backpack. Mm-hmm. And it's not just for what he carries with him; it's for what he finds along the way, right? And so, it, but it never works. It's never worked so far. So I don't know. 
I don't think he would. I mean, he's certainly not trying to like, this looks pretty good. I think I might like start using this. Uh, on the other hand, he's got some, you know, lycanthropic problems here and there. You never know. Well, here's the thing. Um, you never, okay. Again, it, it was being pushed that that is a drug that used in small doses could help out people, right? Yeah. Uh, in, in, in anything larger, uh, uh, in anything larger than, than, than small quantities, it's horrendously addictive. <laughs> uh, and, and probably very damaging to your health. At the very least, your social standing, like if you become an addict and and, and stuff. But I didn't know. I, I was just wondering. It's like, were you planning on selling it? Were you planning on using it? If at like, if you guys get into a situation where it's like, oh man, we don't have a healer, and and so and so is in a lot of pain. Well, guess what, guys? You can thank me because, and then you you whip out that. I, that's actually, I think you're hitting the nail on the head. In a way, you're basically my therapist at this point because, yeah. Mm. Merrick wants to be the one who's like, I have a solution for you, and I'm going to really help you. And people will go, oh, Merrick. So <laughs> he probably was going to keep that in his pack until it was absolutely necessary and hopefully not need to use it. But if he did, he'd, be, he'd probably feel very proud. Right. And that's, <laughs> that's another question we'd be getting. Uh, and it, it just came up in the chat again. It's like, wait, is that a confirmation that Merrick's like Anthony is back? Because people have been guessing since uh, – well, they've been guessing a shitload of stuff since uh, Arc, Arc 1 wrapped up. And – you gotta, you gotta keep listening. He said now yeah. and then. So it's been a problem in the past. Yeah. That's all I know. That's yep. So that's, that's the thing. <laughs> drugs it also stinks too, because Eloroth is probably going to need those. That's what I was just kind of thinking. Well, let's talk like, about oh. it. Like that stinks that you don't have them now because like, I, like as they were talking, I, ha- I was thinking to myself, I was like, oh, she's either going to need that to, like, feel better at some point, or what if the cure is ridiculously expensive? <laughs> we just right. gave away thousands of coins. Oh, so, <laughs> no, it's just fantasy. Darius not based off real life, like, our real healthcare system. No, it's impossible. <laughs> no. Neither, is, no. neither is reality. No. <laughs> is, uh, is this stuff stronger than Bloodroot, Jason? Oh, yeah. God, yes. Oh, my God. Oh yeah, this is, and again, I, oh man, what I want to do, cause we, we, two things came up in that episode that we hadn't really had a chance to get into on the show yet. And that's, uh, uh, therian diseases, illnesses, and drugs, both of which are graded on, on different systems. Drugs are much more graded on, uh, you know, their addictive nature, their potency, uh, you know, what they do, how long they last, that type of thing. Um, illnesses are rated on a scale of one to five. Uh, and again, if you happen to miss that on the show, one is the sniffles. It is the common cold. It is, boy, I just feel really off today or my stomach's upset or something like that. Five is global pandemic. This is a, this is an illness that if left unchecked could rip through Theria and destroy everything. And Elorath right now, uh, has a little something called slough fever, uh, which eventually causes Organs liquefy your skin to turn to a gelatinous paste and fall off of your body. Oh my god. Malaria? What the hell? (laughs) I am so excited. (laughs) 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 To turn into my gelatinous being. Uh, So slough fever starts starts at a solid three and moves up to a four in its final stages. And how is it transmitted? By touch? Uh, well, I don't know if we got into it on the thing. Well, okay. I think we did. Okay. I think we, I think we mostly just, mentioned. 
Touch. Here's the thing. If you're, if you're in a situation right now where you're relatively healthy, but you, you are carrying this disease, you know, one, a uh, blood to blood contact, uh, is right, uh, you know, right up there. Uh, saliva is another way it's transmitted. Um, it's not an airborne, uh, it's not an airborne thing yet. Now, when you get to the point where Elorath is a, like, <laughs> is in the later stages of it and either a corpse, like the one you found, uh, or, uh, th- th- getting to the point where you're, 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 you have open lesions, things like that. Don't get anywhere near, uh, don't, I wouldn't get anywhere near Elorath at that point. But we're jumping way ahead. We're jumping way, way ahead. Like two days ahead. <laughs> <laughs> Optimism. That's the poster. Motivational uh, poster. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just gonna throw it out there. If you guys are gonna be like traveling around for a cure, mm-hmm. just don't yeah. touch anybody. Oh yeah, or anything. Yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't like, sure where that was going. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I liked uh, Jordana, the, yeah. the blind shopkeeper mm. person. Yep. I thought she was. I don't know. I like her. I already like her character. I don't know anything about her except that she's blind. Um, but she, but it, I fell in love. I fell in love whenever she went over and locked the door. Oh yeah. Yeah. I'm glad I, that's, I, I really, I didn't have a lot of time in Lockford, right? Cause we were, we were at the end of the session and it was essentially just, uh, just asking you guys, okay, what is, what do you want to do? Where do you want to go? Lockford as a place has changed drastically since the last time, uh, we visited it on the show, obviously. Um, so I wanted to make sure that that kind of comes across and that conversation was the perfect in because they are, they're not superstitious because superstition kind of implies that it's all in your head and nothing, you know, nothing wrong could happen, but they've been through a lot of shit. So something like, yeah, I'm, I'm a plague carrier. Uh, hi, I was just gonna, I was gonna reach out your your hand. Yeah. Uh, I, it's, it's. It's something they would probably react very poorly to. But so Elrath is sick. It is definitive. Uh, yep. There's some bad roles that night. And I, I apologize yeah. so much. Oh, I, I don't think you need to. Like I said, I was like, ah, she dumb. <laughs> she did exactly what I thought she would. I thought she might have rolled better on her constitution checks, but it's, a, it's whatever. I thought you were going to rock that. That was... Mm. That's your in, right? That's your yeah. that's your bread and butter, and that did not. It did not. So the game the, was like, oh, "Hold my beer, watch <laughs> this." Well, okay, you do have. It's not one and done, right? You get like you are definitely sick, and this will get worse over time. But there's a there's a couple of chances for your immune system to sort of push this at bay or, or kind of yeah. hold it back a little bit. How how do you think Elorath's going to do? Uh, do you? Um, you, I know she's that gonna she's going to get a little luckier. What? Do you Sorry, think what? she's going to get a little luckier? I think so. I think, I think she'll at least be, I think she'll be so determined to be like, you know what? No, fuck this. That just by sheer will, she'll be like, no, fuck you illness. You get back down in there until I can get you taken care of. I think she'll just, you know, try and literally force herself to feel better. If the if the constitution checks don't work, <laughs> so I don't know. I just I have a feeling. I'm like, yeah, 
that would suck if it doesn't. But I just have a feeling like oh, I, I think her luck's going to turn for the yeah. better. Wow. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, okay. We've all seen a zombie movie, right? So <laughs> I, I want to ask the entire panel uh, and the chat. At what point, if there was a, if there was a sick party member, I'm just I just want to throw it out there because I'm curious. At what point, uh, at what point do you feel like you'd say, "All right, we gotta we gotta do something. You can't travel with us anymore." At what point? When they can't walk anymore. Depends on the relationship with that party member. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, all of the groups are kind of relatively new, but there are relationships within each group that are sort of cemented, like Mm -hmm. Kaluna and Merrick, for example. But I don't think in group B, besides Calden and Braylon, anybody's known each other for that long. So realistically, if it was, hey, we got to deal with this to, like, keep it from becoming an epidemic, I feel like at least Tatiana would, would go towards that decision. Mm. I'd say it also depends on Elrath because she'll probably want to go out in a blades of glory. <laughs> uh, yes. It's yes. like, hey, what if you just go to Bandit's Rest? <laughs> I. Whoa. Oh. That's like the end of like a samurai movie. <laughs> oh my god! Wow. Elrath could be like an amazing human grenade, basically. Yeah. Like <laughs> we could send Elrath off to uh, wherever we wanted to and like decimate the place. That's not even the right word, but you know what I mean. Mm. Uh, good lord, the chat. Ergon, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the moment uh, moment they cough up blood. <clears throat> uh, let me see. Beaver Panda, as soon as there are open sores. Uh, Irish Katana says Tala levels. <laughs> Yeah, I hope ah. it never comes to that. Let me just put this out there. There will be no baby speak <laughs> at any point. <laughs> hey, you don't know how bad that fever is going to get. It, it, could, it, it could. No. <laughs> no, no. Karen said, note to self, watch my back. <laughs> well, I mean- watched Outbreak. You know, there wasn't no baby talking Outbreak. I know that. I watched that movie front nope. and back. <laughs> Let me let me ask a question. Send me to the orcs putting <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> just saying it, con- it it solves a lot of problems. It does. It does. It's clever. I'm just like, wow. Wow, that's wow. I okay, as far as LRF goes, obviously well, we're playing tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Which is the first uh th- this is the first time we've played since that episode came out, so no one knows exactly how this is going to go yet. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> um, it was stated that you, you know, at max, you probably have a little more than two weeks, something like that. I, I do wish you all the luck. Seriously. I hate to see, I, I hate to see uh, anyone lose a character. Um, just ask Karen. I, I hate to see <laughs> that kind of thing. Oh no. So, uh, I, I really hope things work out and we'll, we'll see what happens in the next session. How many did Karen lose? She's on her fourth character, but she didn't lose. Whoa! She Karen. didn't lose. Here's the thing: she didn't lose her third character. No, nah, she saw them die. I mean, they're there. She saw them. She. Saw she... Them. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, just I'm, not, I'm not trying to start shit, Karen. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I love you, but Karen. You do have you have a world record, so that's something to be proud of. That is, dude, that is an achievement. Achievement unlocked. Achievement unlocked. Yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, Spark says, Jesus fucking Christ, when has it ever been good when Jason says, I wish you all the luck? <laughs> that is true. It's Anytime never been good you know, news. <laughs> like skill check rolls, I wish you all the luck. It's, I, I, it's never times, good. Both times it's that all... I that I got the the stealing when I was doing the stealing stuff, he said it right before, and it was actually pretty good. See, no one ever remembers any good stuff. <laughs> no one ever. I think it all goes downhill whenever you say, "Let's do that thing." <laughs> <laughs> Basically, that's the high point. Everything else is like, oh, shit. Oh, it's an indication of how it's going to go depending on how loud he starts off. Oh, Oh, no. He's been getting louder and louder. (laughs) (laughs) The longer it is, the worse it's going to be. I'll remember that for tomorrow. (laughs) So you guys got back to Lockford, and uh, you're you're taking off. How (laughs) – I need to ask, what did you feel about the decision-making process at the end? Because obviously your options were limited, but you basically had a decision. You had uh, three ways you could have gone. How do you how do you feel about the how do you feel about the choices you made? Oof. I don't know what else we would have done. Yeah. I feel like if we had gone to the mountains, it would have been a death sentence for Elrath. Right. Yeah, I do because it could because who knows, think, right? Yeah, like you're just literally trying to find like a plant. And who yep. knows if it's even the right time of the year for that plant, if you even know what that plant looks like. If you... <laughs> There's too much too much gambling. So it's about getting to a big city and and yeah. finding somebody who can heal. And the truth is, is that is if we can get somewhere and if we had fucking bag of heroin, heroin, <laughs> then, then we could actually uh, pay for whatever we needed to fucking pay for, and yeah. we could get somebody in an instant to just take care of this. We could get back on the road and be totally fine. But right now, somebody's gonna have to have sex with somebody else and whatever. And <laughs> you know what? I'll gonna... just bite the bullet on that one. <laughs> I feel like that'll really cure me. I yeah. really okay. Here's the thing. I I feel like that's something you got to be upfront with people. It's like, hey, just so you know, before we do this, I've recently sure? contracted slough fever. Uh, is, it, is it a felony in Theria if you don't? I don't. I mean, <laughs> I mean what is a felony, honestly? What? There are no laws in Theria. <laughs> it's, just, it's just agreed upon more. And uh, Bree in the chat, to counterpoint the the heroin, obviously that would be uh, that would be a great source of revenue. Uh, two problems with that. One, it could be infected. You don't know, right? Ah, no, nah, it's, mm-hmm. it's fine. Two... The type of people you'd have to speak to that would deal in in no. brokering drugs, I, all, all syrups and all gratics, every single one. <laughs> yes, let's do it together. Seriously, <laughs> now I'm on board with this. Also, a small child in Brightport would be completely savvy. So about this stuff, so it's not, not a big of a deal. Brightport, I want to see you all guys. the kids are on heroin. I, all of them. <laughs> that's I have a can. question that's kind of unrelated. It's kind of related, but since you know. There's, in all the groups, there are heroes from. Oh, I'm gonna say heroes. Fuck it. I'm gonna say heroes from the great fight at the end of last season. Hmm. Do we have some sort of diplomatic immunity when committing crimes within the new hmm. world? We already did. We just we did. break into houses and like burn it down, <laughs> and then like go to another city. It's not really like if we get caught for it. Like you know, like if America's drugs, and then like yeah. VR has like some guard or somebody like, hey, what are you doing in an Overwatch? What the hell? Or an Oakdale. And they Miracle just like, toss him a bag of heroin. Here you go, buddy. <laughs> like, is this like the Skyrim thing where it's like, okay, you can commit one crime and then you're good? Uh, I guess it depends on where, right? Like, I it depends on where you do it. Like, okay, let's say you're in Overdale. 
let's say you're especially tight with the aura, there might be something you can do, but that doesn't mean that she's going to want to deal with that shit. Cause no, yeah, it's mm. not, it, 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 one, it depends on what you do. If like if you and like uh town guard or something like that, get into a bit of a row and it's like, just leave Derek alone, would you? Just fucking just, <laughs> Derek. Look, D- Derek the guard. I just like that's that's a thing, right? Yeah. But if you're burning shit down and stealing, that probably won't fly. Or like okay. burning down a brothel, okay. crushing people's heads. Right. <laughs> no, but no big deal, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> Hashtag was it? What was it? Uh, Icicle. No, no, no. The the name instead of the town, they renamed it to Burn uh, Hollow. Burn Hollow. <laughs> Yeah. Oh. Trust me, I dealt with that for years. I know. Uh, I Owen and Burn Hollow and oh. <laughs> this, is my, this is my favorite episode of anything because we're in so many puns. Love it. <laughs> Keep them coming. Oh my god! So that pretty much that pretty much wraps up arc two, episode five. Yep. We we yep. I is there anything from that episode that you guys want to talk about that I didn't I didn't bring up? No, I mean it was pretty straight. It, it kind of just happened, right? And we're like desperate yeah. to like oh shit, El Rap, let's go. Right. Yep. I, I love Jordana. I think that was a nice like. We finally have, if not an ally, at least someone who won't rat us out immediately. So that's something. Well, I think she just wants to see what's best for, what's best for Lockford. And obvi- like I, she. It's obviously just unfortunate, right? It's just bad luck that Elrath got what she got. So yeah. I, I, I think it's more just like feeling for somebody. It's like. Dude, that's uh, you did not ask for that. That uh, that sucks. So I think Eric and uh, Jordana are going to um, be an item pretty soon. Or are they? <laughs> oh, are they? Did you, whatever happened to that like mage lady? Nothing happened. Your your wino girlfriend. Nothing happened. Whoa, whoa, sold wine, sold wine. Oh, sorry. Stay tuned. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so let's move on to Arc 2, Episode 6, and this is the last episode we're going to be covering today, guys. Uh, again, thank you so much for hanging out in the chat. Uh, I saw a lot of your responses. A lot of people were saying just, you should have burned the body, you shouldn't have touched it, that type ah. of thing. And again, that's all the, uh, that, that, that's the gift of hindsight, that, that type of thing, because I guess, I guess it kind of boils down to one of two things. One, Either you guys get petrified and don't do anything. And I've played with a couple of groups that that was the answer. That's like, don't touch anything. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, that's fine. You can admit that. You know, that's, that happens. I mean, when you or, listen, you're a listener and you hear it, you know, and you're just like, nah, we're not dying. Ever. Right. Uh, well, it's either that or touch all the things. Like, yeah. I've, played, I've played with that group, too. Uh, and... It could be worse, right? Uh, so, Arc 2 episode, uh, episode 6, uh, it's Group A episode. By the way, everybody who's been writing in, Group B is going to be featured prominently next month. Uh, actually playing with Group B twice a little later uh, this week. I saw the calendar. I was like, oh, my God. That's yeah. two back to back. Yep, we're we're getting those episodes in, by the way. I don't care what happens. Like, we've, we've had horrendous luck scheduling. Um, so... Uh, that that's getting fixed. Uh, by the way, everybody, uh, Karen's in the chat. Uh, congratulate Karen. Uh, she she had a baby, and that's oh, yeah. one of the that's Yay! one of the things. Baby. You made a human. He's so cute too. It's okay. It's okay, baby. It's <laughs> a, it's a pretty okay baby. <laughs> you know. You know, as babies go. You know. It's you know. 
I swear I don't hate Karen. That was I just realized that's two back to back jokes, and I was like, someone's mm-hmm. going to think I hate Karen. <laughs> no, I don't. I Karen's <laughs> Karen's amazingly sweet, and I love her. Uh, so um, we we kind of find out in this episode that the Nuval are are trying to expand. They're a little desperate. We're going to get into that in just a second. Um, Masoka ends up confronting some orcs to to defend the party a little bit. Uh, Ubo gets caught in the middle of the party and the orcs. And then we have a bit of trial by combat. So let's jump right in with the new vol. I I wanted <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to ask you guys because we 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 kind of find out the the top of the episode they start exploring the camp. I believe it was uh, Maddie. Um, but exploring the camp right away, trying to find out what the new vol were doing in the area, what the plan is with these orcs, what they were what they were going to do. And, uh, that, they, they kind of end up finding out that the orcs are just kind of the tip of the iceberg. They were going to just sell those off for either gladiatorial combat, something like that, because they don't take orders well. They're basically only good at fighting. And, uh, that's what I was going to do, Bree, but it's, it's, it's been a month. We need to, <laughs> the baby's not new anymore. Now we need to move on. Uh, and, we can Get a new out. one. Make a new one. Make yeah, a new one. Make, we'll we'll just, start over. Yeah. Well, by yeah, by the time next year rolls here. around, we'll we'll have a better announcement. We'll do something. What, two bigger. three weeks. What does it take to have a baby? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, another one. Another one. Uh, we kind of find out the Nuval want to capture some Eladrin. We because of uh, because of rarity, I guess, would be the best way to describe that. Uh, how do you guys feel about the Nuval, first of all? Like, characters, have your characters had run-ins with them? What, what would your characters feel about them, I guess? Garbage, terrible, not the best, failing, awful. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, I here's my the problem. In the game. I need to join that guild and then reach Guildmaster. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, Alex, that, that impression was too good. You have to leave. <laughs> and I don't mean the show, I mean Earth. I've been doing it. All. I've been doing it for the last like two weeks. And I'm I like, uh. I both want to get a good impression, and I think I'd have to kill myself if I if I ever did. Uh, yeah, but I don't look like him. Like I look the opposite, so it's totally fine. That's and that's good. I look the opposite. <laughs> what does that I, mean? I'm, I'm what he hates. I'm brown. I speak English. It's like, oh god, this is, get this out of here. I don't want this. <laughs> Never mind. I almost said something and pushed it over the edge. Let's just stop. Ah, save it. Let's save it for another day. <laughs> save it. I'll I'll tell you. I'll tell you offline. Okay. <laughs> um. So yeah, we're, uh, I, I know. I know. Karen's got some strong feelings uh, about the Nuval. Um. You guys have had some bad run-ins. A couple. Of, uh, Lisa specifically. I know Group Four had a bad run-in. We did. Yes, I believe I fell in a pit. I believe you did too. Did you guys lose a horse? We did in the pit. I think oh, yeah. I used it as a springboard to get out of the hole. Yes, you did. Absolutely. I did. And I feel only slight regrets for that. Do you guys think they're going to be an actual issue coming up? Or do you think it's going to be one of those things that either happens in the background or they're too incompetent or inept to to pull anything meaningful off? The new vol? Yeah. Um, I don't know. They've had two years. I kind of think they're kind of incompetent now. Hmm. <laughs> okay, as far as as them in their in their efforts to capture the Eladrin, mm-hmm. I 
the opposite of what I think for those malls is that the Eladrin do have a leader helping them to assimilate society. So I don't know that that will happen because Dagon's there helping them make the transition into what the world is like now. So I don't think that there would be any, I don't think that the new vault would be able to like trick Eladrin into slavery or anything, but you you know what I mean? Right. It'll be as far as that piece. I don't think they're going to get anywhere or I hope not. I think they're going to try to do the same thing they do with the orcs and try to pick off uh, the easy wins. Whether they, mm. they they somehow get a kid and then raise that and then try to sell that or uh, just try to find secluded or someone that got lost or, or, you know, trying to find that. I don't think they'll actually go down to the actual city. They might find a way like, oh, what kind of trade routes do they go? Where can we ambush a small caravan or something? That is uh, That is what we've seen from them. Um... So far on the show, uh, when it's come up, they'll, they'll, they'll catch you on a back road or they'll set up a trap or something like that. They, they either don't have the numbers. <clears throat> they either don't have the numbers to just flat out march into a city and take what they want, or they don't have the organization. Yeah. Organization is not very good. Mm. I mean, they left their, uh, their, uh, what was, it? what was that stuff that that orc, uh, got right next to the tent? Like, Easy like access. The orders? No, the uh, the drugs. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it was like right there. <clears throat> well, I guess they kind of figured it was safe, right? Like they, they kind of figured it's like, ah, it'll be fine. Who's going to touch it? Yeah. Who's <laughs> that guy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Yaro, that's right. Mm-hmm. I want to, okay. So from Anvin's standpoint, right? Because <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, I think this is an episode where we got to see a lot of Anvin, even if I don't I don't I don't think it was a crazy heavy episode for you to get to speak but I think the stuff that you said was um I, I think we got a we got to see a lot more of Anthony and what he kind of thinks about stuff currently specifically the end too but I of of the things that Anthony would like to help out with in Winterhaven what do you mm-hmm. see as the biggest maybe not threat but the biggest concern for that city as a whole I, I would say it's the uh, like proof of being a power. Like mm-hmm. to me, it seems like Winterhaven is trying to prove to Overdale and to the Evergreen that you know they're they're worthy of being there. And with Malgus uh, raising uh, being in the ranks there, they're trying to like, hey, let's put our hat in the ring. Don't don't discount us. We can solve this problem. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't underestimate us. And I think that's the kind of the card they're trying to play is uh, we're just not we're just not another city on the road. And the goal would be to try to prove that, as well as that helps Amvin in other ways that we hopefully find out. I don't see why we wouldn't eventually, hopefully. <clears throat> Irish Canada says Malchus is the biggest threat to Winter Haven. <laughs> well, it is something we get to uh, we get to find out uh, in the string of episodes. We got to do the first one that uh, that we hopefully uh, get to do more of. <clears throat> and we get to catch up with characters who aren't uh, on the show proper anymore. We get to ca- catch up with them and see how they're doing. Uh, and we caught up with Malchus, Arya, uh, and, and Theo. Um, first of all, did you guys get a chance to hear that? Yes. Not yet. No? I don't listen to it yet, no. Okay. Uh, sorry, the the last bit with, uh, with Malchus and Theo and... Arya, yeah. Yep. It was awesome. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I was going to ask you guys. I thought it was super cute. Also, real quick, can I interject? 
that was one of the moments that I that I wanted to bring up um, as a as a general thing about everything that's been going on. You guys have been doing a great job editing and putting foley in and sound, just little things, and it's just been really great. And that was that was a testament to that. I think. We're, it's it's You're one of the welcome. things. Thank you. I was I was. <laughs> I don't know how to handle compliments. Thank you. It was fair. Thank you. I, I appreciate it. I, it's, um, it's one of those things we really wanted to step it up with, with our two. You guys have been working so damn hard to, to do new characters. Um, Jamie. I hear you. That's typing. not me. It's not you? Oh. Wow. I'm so sorry. I assumed. I'm an ass. You know what happens when you assume, Jason? Sue Is that dead yet? <laughs> I love it. Oh my god! <laughs> Finish it. Finish it, Jason. I want to hear it, Mister Parmenter. Finish it. Uh, now. Uh, a sue. A sue. You make a sue me. <laughs> me. I don't. I don't know what I'm going to say. I don't know. I want to know where you were going. I, I want to know I'm where not. you're going to go with what I was going to go. Nowhere. <laughs> I want to hear it. Damn it. <laughs> Next time. The point being, you guys have been doing an amazing job getting to know these new characters or changes to old characters, and we want to make sure it sounds as good as possible, man. So we we've been we've been hard at work. Um <clears throat> so moving on from, from the new ball stuff. Who the hell is typing? <laughs> where where where's the slide for that one? Huh? That's not what that says. Oh my god! Okay, there's one, two, three, four. There are five people on here. It wasn't me. No. No, I don't have anything to type. This is one of those things where it's like, am I going insane? Do I just hear it in the back? Maybe we're hearing everybody in the chat typing. What's going on? Oh, that's that's a new feature from Twitch. Thank you, Twitch. That's. (laughs) Anywho, uh, let's talk about orcish diplomacy. Let's talk about. during the course of the episode, you kind of get the sense that they don't really care for for elves, elvish kind, anybody, and and specifically the I guess the quote unquote most elvish person um, uh, would be would be Kelsey's character. It'd be so I Masoka kind of takes umbrage at the fact that they're just they're mean mug and aster the entire time, just just kind of you know staring at them. At, clearly, probably want to do some sort of harm. Masoka takes takes umbrage with it, approaches approaches the orcs to try and smooth the situation over. And what comes out of that is one of the best off the cuff lines I think I've ever heard from James. Uh and that that that's the that's the orcs kind of like <clears throat> Groon specifically getting in, taking a whiff of uh of, of Masoka, turning around, saying something to the rest of the party, and uh it, it's Mika Fakashu. And and oh yeah, <laughs> and James turns around as he's like, "Did you say he likes to fuck shoes?" And <laughs> I honestly yeah. lost my shit because I didn't, I didn't, I didn't hear that when I said the line. And then it's like, "Oh, of course, yeah, no, one plus one, okay, cool." And then that's that's that made perfect sense for him and his character. <laughs> Who among us though doesn't like? To, I mean, just a good, just a good mm. loafer, good, oh. good leather shoe, just a boat shoe, like a boat shoe. Or yeah, a lot of room in that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or dare I say it, sandals? Oh boy. Oh no, uh, flip flops. Yep. What is happening? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Crocs, Crocs, Crocs. Oh yeah. no. <laughs> <laughs> 
So many options. Well, good night, everybody. That's yeah, gross. Yeah, uh, I'm kind of disgusted I, with everything. Everybody. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, I traveling together. What do you think is going to come of these uh, of of the party in these orcs? Do you do you see this ending well? You could kind of see how this is building up, and they're they're about to approach this camp. They're they're the the very next time we play, we're going to get a chance to really see them interact with a large large pack of orcs. How do you think that's going to go? Uh, not good. I mean, when does it ever go well when you're dealing with orcs? Well, went well the last time they enter the the, the, uh, the end of episode two hundred. Uh, it's, uh, like, it's a crapshoot though. Like yeah, because yeah. like, you get like one chief, yeah the one chief or the mm-hmm. one young upstart is like oh I'm gonna make a name for myself. Yeah. We're not dealing with these guys. Boom, fight. You know. Oh, it's totally North Korea type stuff. Yeah. yeah. Well, okay. Let's let's talk about here. Here's the thing. Let's 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 advance to Ubo in the middle here. Ubo's the young upstart. In this situation, we kind of found that out at the end of the episode that Ubo started some shit, tried to usurp somebody that was a little higher than him, tried to take a position of power, and it failed miserably. Now Ubo's got to march back into that camp. Do you think that's going to hurt their bargaining position? Do you think that's going to some, uh, do you think that's going to hurt them diplomatically? Like trying to get them to calm the fuck down in that area? I think it'll be really interesting. I think it will hurt, and then I think it, there'll be like a weird roll, and somehow it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it depends on if what we did was good enough to outweigh their anger. Mm-hmm. If like, oh, cool, you got these guys back that none of these other assholes ever wanted to actually do anything and we're going to write them off for dead. But she actually did it. Maybe he's not a bad guy. Although you can't stay here because, yeah, I hate you still. Like, <laughs> I think it's going to be that, like, that fine line. What do you, what would you say the odds are that it's going to turn into a fight? There's going to be at least one fight. At least one, so? one orc versus another orc. Even if it's not involved, it doesn't matter. <clears throat> It's like that episode of the Boondocks where they say you throw one chair at an award show and everybody starts wiling out. I feel <laughs> it's the same. It's going to be the same way. It's going to be one orc. It's going to say something wrong to another one, and the party will get involved somehow. Somehow. Yeah. Just a spark. Yeah, and it, yeah. just everything catches on fire. Yep. Yeah. I can see that. Hmm. Well, I know. So as the quote-unquote supposed leader of the group. Um... <laughs> How's that working out? So oh, far? Yeah. That's, your, that's your title, Michael? You got the leader? So? Uh, ambassador, I think, is what even okay. Maddie said. Congratulations. I was like, yeah. yeah <clears throat> anyway. You can expect either a really long life or a short life. Uh. <laughs> well, let's, let's, let's count it up here. Here's the math. Little five foot to half elf nerd is going into orc uh, territory to negotiate. Mm, that's, a, that's, that's at least like. You know, three more games for sure. <laughs> I feel here's, here's yeah. the thing. It's been stated like half the party doesn't want to go into this camp, so they're going to be not there. Yep. That's uh, okay. That's not great odds if we're if we're walking in, especially if there's already friction. I I believe uh, I if 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 I'm understanding correctly, I know Amber will be there. Uba was on the fence about going. <laughs> 
<laughs> but it's kind of it's kind of there now. It's like, oh yeah, I kind of promised you guys I'd go. Okay, cool. I guess we're gonna go talk to the orcs. Maddie, uh, I guess is gonna be there. Aster wants nothing to do with it. Yep. Um, I'm I, Donovan. I guess wants to be there. I don't know about Masoka. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Jason. I thought you were gonna say I don't want to be there. I don't. I <laughs> I'm not a fan. Uh, I. That's one of those things. Okay. If if this if this if this were to break out into a big fight, I don't know what kind of odds I'd put on the part. I guess it depends on if you piss off a single orc, right? If it's if it's a if it's an honor bound thing, if it's a if it's a, you've insulted that orc personally, then you got a one on one fight. But if it's you're posing a threat to the group somehow or something, if if they just swarm on you, you're dead. I don't see you getting out of that alive. I don't know though. I'm really interested to see where it goes. It definitely depends. <laughs> uh, could be a bad roll. Could be really quick and short. And nope, here you go. Everything's great. Don't kill us. Goodbye. Well, uh, you are walking in. Okay. You haven't pissed off the group in any way. Well, Ubo has. But Ubo more pissed off that, that one dude, Orag. Um, the rest of you guys went out, risked your lives to, to free those other orcs. You only lost one. You brought them all back safe and sound. That's a pretty good bargaining position to start off with, right? That's, it could be way, way worse. Could be better too. Well, okay. What would you improve? <laughs> uh, like if you could change anything, if you can, if the perfect negotiating platform, you walk in, and you have, you know, X, Y, and Z ready to go, what would you change? Uh, I'd probably have more than just our group. Like, it'd be like, oh, representative from all three, which is the whole play that Ampin is going for. Because if you listen to all those, like, in negotiation, I'm like trying to chat with, like, why we should, what we should do when we we're talking about uh, the, the slaver that hostage we had. <clears throat> like, the whole point was to figure out how to get uh, better ties in the end with mm-hmm. with all three. So if there was some way they could be introduced in this era, this here, because if it's just a plain like going in a certain death, I don't think it'd be like nope, just just let them go and we'd leave. But right. I think there's an opportunity in there that if they had the other some associated ambassador with each place, mm-hmm. we'd have a better uh, chance. But you know, it's probably the better best it could be considering their orcs. I was vaguely racist. Mm-hmm. Vaguely. Vague, vague. But, I, but I am from Uminiro, so. That's <laughs> yeah, totally, totally fine. Acceptable. Great. Oh, no. God damn it. Huge. Jeez. Oh, boy. Huge. I visit them all the time. They love it. I play this game to escape our real world. Exactly. <laughs> I can't help it anymore now. Sometimes it just comes out. Like, I be just driving, am. And it just, it just, I'm like, somebody will say something on the radio, and I'll have to repeat it, but in the voice. And I'm like, no, Alex, stop. <laughs> it's taking over. The yeah. voice is winning. It's great. I'm Braylon. Let's play. That's a 20, not a 19. It's fine. <laughs> I quit. Uh, I quit everything. Um <clears throat> oh god. So, okay, before we get to the fight, I do want to say that uh that I, I think I, I I know 
uh, Rob is near. But I think Rob did a fantastic job as Ubo kind of pinballing back and forth between uh, between the group and the orcs. And obviously the orcs are trying to offer him something that he can't get with the group. But he's been traveling with uh, with with Maddie at least for a little while now, and obviously doesn't doesn't want to betray that. Once doesn't want to see any harm or anything bad happen to the group. Um, I have no fucking clue what's going to happen in this next session, and I don't know what what Rob wants for uh, for Ubo. I don't know if ultimately let's say let's say I you know. There are some amazing roles and and some great diplomacy. What if Ubo could prove himself to the orcs over time and be welcomed back into that clan? What um, do you think Ubo would take it? Do you think Ubo would go, oh, okay, and maybe try and work his way up in that community? Or do you think he'd stick with the group? I think he decided he'd want to stay with the group. Yeah. Uh, this This last round where... I mean, we technically we don't really know, like as a character, but because uh, he has that chat with the other orcs, um, it, it seemed like he wanted to stay with the group, and that there just wasn't enough in the pot to make it worth his while to go to that other group, the orc society again. So, unless there was something that they could really offer to to make him, I think, betray Maddie, because I think Maddie's is primary reason that he stays with the group if she wasn't there he would not i yeah it seems like that's the tie that's the that's the thing keeping him there i don't feel like uh i don't feel like ubo connected too too much with basuka in this last episode (laughs) i i don't feel like it anyway um but okay this all pretty much leads to um the orcs wanting to they they were just assuming that they were taking bran the slaver as a hostage back to the camp to present him as as um almost an apology an offering it's like look th- this piece of shit and his friends are the reason we got captured uh let's deal with him uh a lot of the group was uncomfortable with the idea of essentially feeding this guy uh to these orcs where they would surely torture him um what uh, what was anvin kind of feeling about all that at the time uh so, like at first, it was like the 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 combat was all right. This is what we decided. We're going to do this. Um, you know, just, it all made sense. I was so focused on the the the, the goal that could possibly be mm-hmm. like okay, this leads to this. It leads to this. It leads to this. And then it was the actual event occurred. Yeah. And then it's like the realization of like, you know, maybe this wasn't the right thing to do and kind of thinking of like it was like triggering of uh all right regardless of what position he ends up being in the future the archmage the wherever you know the he may be separated from those those positions and it's like do the those do they know what actually happens based on decisions and it was kind of seeing the realization of that and just being disgusted with it had to walk away is is there something you would have done different? Like if you could have looked ahead and uh, saw the outcome of the fight before it happened, would you have approached it a different way as Anvin? See, I actually knew or like 
as Michael, I knew, but as as my as Michael, I knew what was going to happen, and it's like I knew he was totally going to get owned. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like there was no there was no way he was going to be like, oh yeah, yeah, I, I leveled up my strength, man. You're better watch out. Like no, he was he was totally out. Uh, but I had a few ideas about how I wanted to to make his reaction if it was depending on how the fight went, and the fact that it was so brutal just upped the sensitivity because if you think about how Amvin is, you know, he, he was, first he was born in um, Aubrey and then he moved to Umanero and was very secluded, very theory, logic, this is how the world works, all, even even the travels that he did with uh, Group 1 in the last arc, there wasn't a whole lot of serious combat that was super brutal. In fact, we had a chance to be brutal with the, the throwing the lady in the lake, but nothing, never anything to this extent. And so it never really right. tested his, like, his little world that he has built based on logic and theory that came from Muminiro. So it basically helped break that line of maybe the, of, of like realizing that maybe Muminiro isn't as in touch. And so maybe he's not in touch enough. And so it just broke a little bit of that. So that, I was going to try to judge how much that was going to be broken or, or a realization of the real theria, depending on how brutal that fight was. I, it, it was. It's being said in the chat too, that it wasn't like you. It wasn't like you guys had a ton of options, right? Um, so you, you know, I, I don't see anybody in the chat saying, "Well, that was a terrible decision. <laughs> you should feel bad." <laughs> and I think when the idea was proposed, I don't think anybody thought that Bram was gonna was gonna edge out Groon in combat or anything like that. What What about the rest of you guys? How did you How did you feel about that fight? It was brutal, <laughs> but I laughed the entire time. <laughs> Is it just because he was a slaver? Uh, no, I just kind of laughed because it was like, wait, was this the, uh, you'll fight him for the honor thing? Basically, yeah. And if, yeah, if, okay. if Bram were to win, then the he would have went free. Uh, it would have just been, right, well, yeah. no harm, no foul. Get out of here. But that no, I just laughed because it was like totally one-sided. Like he just whiffed <clears throat> so hard. Oh, yeah. And it was it was because he was a slaver. I was like, yeah, I don't feel bad about this at I, all. I think the fact that he was a slaver definitely took a lot of the pity that I would have had for any other person in that situation. I... There's a part of me that kind of feels bad, only because it's it's that thing of like you know playing with a fly once you tear the wings off or something. It's like yeah, it's it, there was no no reality where Bram was going to 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 come out on top. Not not that way, but to have every you know just every bone broken and ju- just yeah, that was a painful death. Uh, I'm. It, it kind of paints a picture of what the orcs are and what they what they kind of value because that probably could have ended much faster. Uh, but this wasn't about winning. This was just about you know kind of drawing this out. Um, do you want to talk about Maddie real quick? Because that's the thing I feel like shocked everybody because up until now, and we've only had a we've only had a few episodes here with Maddie, but up until now, Maddie. Uh, is is kind of soft spoken and kind and and very. I I think one of the closest things we've had to the traditional D and D cleric on the show, right? Uh, at least in PC form, where it's all about 
Um, it's all about in, in, in service to a monitor and a monitor's light and guiding people and, and healing and all that stuff. And then to have her at the end have the option to try and save Bran, save the slaver, chooses instead to slit his throat wide open, uh, only after telling, telling him that, that he and his kind are a blight. Um, what did you, <laughs> what did you guys think about that? I never expected. Um, I never expected Susan to go that dark, that quickly. I guess for me that was like a, it's like a like a like a turn like a 180 almost. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm really yeah. happy. I'm really happy she went there. That's like, cause I, I guess I'm just so used to her from being in Group One or Group Star Group Two. You know, like just being being in in Aerolove, being with Aerolove in Aerolove's presence the whole time. Like, oh yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah, we did it. Yeah, teammates, and then seeing her be like, you're like. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> slicing that shit open. You are in the a, sun's hands. Yeah, it's really surprising. <laughs> really surprising. I loved it though. It was just so like she's just like you know what? No, dead. I it, I, I I was surprised, but I loved it. I was like, this is yes. <laughs> it's one of those things I didn't I. When we were recording, I definitely didn't see it coming. It's what, like I I had a feeling it was going to be a mercy killing. I didn't think she was going to try, uh, try and save save that guy. But I didn't think she not glee. Glee's not the word, but definitely um, I kind of yeah maybe just kind of reveled in it just a bit. Like no, you need to know why you're dying right now. That type of thing. Um, and it wasn't even, I, I have a feeling if it were anyone else in the party, probably a lot of passersby or strangers, it would be, oh, you're going to a better place, some monitor is going to guide you, all that stuff. None of that. There was no promise of an afterlife, no promise of anyone taking care of, you know, that guy's soul, nothing. It was just, yeah, you're gone and you deserve to be. And it's, it's really, it's really kind of an interesting side to see of a character that, um, you, you kind of get the sense that something bad has happened. Uh, maybe involving slavers, maybe, maybe just has, has viewed that, um, maybe has seen other people suffer because of slavers. I don't know, but I'm, I'm looking forward to something like that coming out on the show. Oh yeah. Did anybody else see her do it? Uh, definitely Masoka. Just Masoka, I think. I think it was just Masoka. Yeah. I wonder, geez, I, I, I didn't get a chance to talk to him about that on the character chat, but I wonder if that changes Masoka's perception of Maddie. Like, okay, this, this happens for guys and girls, but you ever, you ever have that guy friend who would view someone as like the perfect embodiment of, uh, of a person? Just like, oh, they're so sweet. They don't think about them as a, as a full fledged person. It's like, yeah, you know, they fart too and stuff, but like, you're not thinking about that. You're thinking, <laughs> So, like, now that she's flat out just murked a dude in front of him, I wonder if that would change his perception, whether it be good or bad. Maybe maybe he'll be more attracted. I don't know. Doesn't seem much to detour. <laughs> <laughs> that'll, be, that'll be interesting to see. I, I just kind of thought of that. Uh, is there anything that we haven't covered today that you guys want to get into? Anybody in the chat? Any questions? Any thoughts? Uh, hit us with them. But yeah, is there anything that we didn't uh, get to today that you guys wanted to talk about? I really like the the banter between like either Amvin and Ubo or Masoka and Ubo, like the different like 
crossing the divide mm-hmm. uh, between like giving him the paper and saying he's free and he's like, well, why do I need this? And the whole like translation mm-hmm. of language and just uh, just just the interaction between the group seems to be really, really good. I imagine it's a really tough to it's a really tough thing to probably play, too, because he Ubo knows just enough English to well, enough common to to understand the party, but not truly understand sometimes uh, like uh, the way you guys handle prisoners, for starters. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I imagine this got to be a pretty tough thing to play without it getting annoying, without it being like a hindrance. But yeah, Rob's done a really good job, and I think the party's. The, the party's had enough patience so far. The closest thing I think we've gotten to friction is is Aster and and Ubo. Um, just them coming at problem solving and how to treat people. Uh, they're, they're coming at it from very different uh, different perspectives. Uh, generic fighter in the chat says Nith, uh, Nathaniel uh, alive and well. Will we find out soon? We we kind of have talked about that. Nathaniel is alive. Uh, running, running Winterhaven right now. Uh, unfortunately, horrendously scarred. Um, so he doesn't really show his face to the public that much, but, uh, I'm sure we'll be getting to it eventually. Yeah. Um, let's see. Warrior Rider. Will we see more Arc 1 characters at the end of episodes? Uh, yeah, eventually I'd like to kind of pan the camera around and, and get to other, I, I want to catch up with people like Dagon and Arlov and I want to catch up with, um, I want to catch up with everybody eventually. Uh, but Who's still around. Oh, I still think we need that episode where Ubo and Elkis just chat to each other the whole time. Oh God. Yes. <laughs> Can we, <laughs> I, <laughs> uh, that is, that is something Irish Katana is Rob going to have to role play with himself. Maybe one day. Don't know. Mm-hmm. Inside the actor studio, the Rob Weezer hand story. Can we talk to Malchus? <laughs> make Imagine that stack of blue note cards on that desk. Oh, <laughs> one by one. one by one. <laughs> Malchus, what is your favorite curse word? <laughs> You arrive at the pearly gates. <laughs> what do you want, God, to say to you? See, now I want to do that. Now, I, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> <I want> to... <laughs> oh my god! Um, I think it's going to wrap us up for today, though. Uh, thank you, everybody who tuned in and and hung out with us uh, for for a while here on Twitch. Uh, if you're listening at home, you can support the show by going to patreon.com slash D-A-N-D-R. There's tons of stuff. Uh, we put out like eight or nine shows a month. We're getting ready to put up uh, Safe Haven Society tomorrow. And that'll be the last thing. We're also getting ready to do a big uh, Discord hangout tomorrow, too. Uh, I think right after our right after our Group C session, I believe. So, I don't know. You guys might be privy to stuff. I, I have no idea. But thank you guys so much for hanging out with us. Uh, thank you guys for, for being on the panel this, this month and, and hanging out and talking about the show. Of course. Yeah. Was, thanks, everybody. It's fun. Yeah. Yeah, you're welcome. And sorry for the typing. My mute button actually wasn't working. I figured it out. It was me. You oh, son of a bitch. Yeah. It's a twist. I never. I was like, never. no, my mute button literally says on because I use uh, a new button to streaming. And so I use different systems to mute, but it doesn't right. work through Skype. So I'm the quiet guy. Michael? Hmm. I do. Let me follow you. What's your name? Uh, I'm Hexblit in the chat. So 
Okay, I'll find you. You know, yeah, I'm hearing a lot hello. of excuses, Michael. I'm hearing a lot of excuses, but not a whole lot. <laughs> no, of no, it's called it's called accountability. I could have just been quiet. <laughs> you were just quiet, though, the entire show. I respect that. I respect that. Oh, that's what I literally thought I was going here, insane. Right? That's true. You're going to last long in three episodes as leader. You'll be fine. Oh, okay. <laughs> we'll have to season it, please. We will have to see where this goes. Oh, my God. Thank you, guys. Uh, we'll see you next month with a brand new extended rest. And, jeez, uh, next Monday, uh, the fifth? What the hell? What is even? Uh, the seventh? Mm, yeah. Sixth? Seventh, yes. The seventh, there will be a brand new episode, uh, which will probably be Group C. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys so much. We'll see you next month. Bye. 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 We really hope you guys enjoyed this month's extended rest. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send an email to dandrpodcast at gmail.com. That's dandrpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can find us on iTunes. A five-star review is always appreciated. And again, of course, you can always support the show by going to patreon.com slash dandr. There's a link to all kinds of social media stuff. And of course, a ton of shows that we put up each month. Uh, and every little bit helps uh, for even just a dollar. You can get a newsletter. We catch you guys up on behind the scenes stuff, things we're planning, things we're working on. So yeah, uh, really appreciate your, your support and help. We'll be back this next Monday with a brand new episode. And we can't wait to see you guys then. Have a great week. <laughs>